Welcome to Peace Prof. Each episode, I share small-scale strategies and resources that can be practically applied to a broader pursuit of peace and reduce conflict within our lives, improving our spiritual, emotional, and relationship experiences. I'm Esther DeWitt, a college professor and author with a practice in organizational psychology. The pursuit of peace is my profession and my passion. Too soon? Too late? When is the right time to resolve a conflict? Timing can be critical in the success of a conflict resolution attempt, but it can be tricky to know when the right time is. When I was a newlywed, my mother-in-law wrote down a collection of her recipes that she knew my husband loved. It was her thoughtful way of passing along family traditions. The problem for me was that she cooked by instinct, by feel, and really didn't follow recipes. So when she wrote them down, they were often missing key information. The first time I tried making her famous wedding cookies, I read the directions carefully. Bake until just before they turn brown. Just before they turn brown? What does that mean? How long is that? It took me years of trial and error to figure out that they need to be baked for 45 minutes, which is coincidentally just before they turn brown. Figuring out the right timing for attempting to resolve a conflict can be a lot like baking cookies. Try too early and they are not ready. Wait too long and too much damage has been done to salvage. After a lot of trial and error, you might be able to develop an instinct about when the right time is, but it sure helps to have some instructions to follow. I can't offer a set recipe to follow since every conflict is different, but there are some general guidelines to follow that can help you nail the timing. The sweet spot for conflict resolution is between the time it takes to cool down from the initial conflict emotions and the time it takes for the other party to disconnect from the relationship. It is in this window that success is most likely. First, consider waiting long enough to cool down. In highly charged conflicts, particularly with high value relationships, take the time to let strong emotions pass, to consider the core issue of the conflict, to think of possible solutions, and to intentionally and consciously remember why the relationship is important. You may need to gather information to help you understand the other person's perspective, or to develop a strategy to solve the issues at hand. Take some time to consider what the alternative to a resolution is likely to be. Consider if that is an outcome that you would be okay with. The higher intensity of the conflict, the longer this process might take, but don't give yourself or the other person time to settle into conflict mode. If you haven't found a way to diffuse strong emotions within a couple of days, consider enlisting support, maybe professional or faith-oriented counsel, to help you process your feelings. Choose wisely, though. You don't want to create sides or involve others in your conflict, so mutual friends, family, or colleagues are not recommended. Next, act before the other party emotionally disconnects from the relationship. In conflict resolution, time is not always your friend. Waiting too long to address a conflict can cause people to disconnect and move on emotionally. After a certain amount of time, they may feel that the effort to find resolution just isn't worth it. They may replace the relationship, or the conflict may have solidified in their minds in such a way that it becomes significantly harder to resolve. Over time, people are more likely to become attached to their own perceptions and point of view. Waiting too long can make it much harder for them to see a situation from a different perspective. If they have rehearsed the conflict in their minds repeatedly or told the story to others enough, it can be nearly impossible for them to break free from their position and move towards resolution. That's not to say that resolution is impossible after significant time. It just means that it may require much more effort and even the involvement of a trained, neutral third party. So what is the sweet spot for conflict resolution? Ideally, as soon as the strong emotions have passed, 
make an attempt to move towards resolution. In high-stakes conflicts, this is usually at least a day, although letting the other person know that you value the relationship and will want to work towards resolution within a few hours of the conflict is often a good first step. In high-value relationships, do your best to begin a resolution attempt within the week. Conflicts that drag on for a month have a high likelihood of stretching out for years or remaining unresolved. If the relationship matters to you, do everything within your power to attempt a resolution within a month. Thank you for joining me for this discussion on peace. As an organizational psychology practitioner specializing in leadership, conflict, and emotional management issues, I am passionate about the skills related to the pursuit of peace. I am blessed to be able to share them here with you. This episode was written by me, Esther DeWitt. We invite you to follow Peace Prof, the podcast, and to follow Peace Prof on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We also have a website, peaceprof.com, with archives of past episodes and a collection of other resources. If you enjoyed this episode, the best way you can support us is to leave a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts.